Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 79 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season four, episode 13, The Curse, aka the one where the Bradys go to Hawaii and then all the things are cursed. See, that wasn't so hard. Why couldn't I do that the first time around? <laughs> first time ever we had to re-record an intro because the first one bombed hard. Because somebody named Grace just ruined oh, no. life. I started <laughs> messing it up before you did, don't worry. It was just, that we was had, no more. We had one week off and we'd forgotten how to talk. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of things. There's a lot of simulation in this new room that we're in. Yes, which is a temporary new room before we move to our actual new recording space. Yes, there's hopefully coming soon, there's a new sound. Sound booth coming. We're going at the sound booth, but we we welcome cooler names. It's uh, it's like a re- it's not just a coat closet. It's a coat closet slash it's, recording. It's like studio. a TARDIS, but with a sound room. Yes. It's not bigger on the inside. It's just cooler on <laughs> well, the inside. Well, it's bigger than a door on the inside. That's that's very it's true. Bigger than a standard coat very, closet. Very true. I mean, it's a hangout like <laughs> lounge. Uh, you know, it, if we were any younger, it would be the makeup closet. You know, we have to be younger for us to be a makeup closet. We can still make it the seven minutes in heaven closet, guys. <laughs> we just pre-pick our chosen. Yeah, okay, person. but I'm going with you. <laughs> That's fine. You go, boyfriend Jesse. I'll go, bartender Nick, and fine. we're done. Alrighty. So the curse first aired on September 22nd in the year 2000, which is, as it's everyone knows, 2000. Sorry. Uh, Bilbo and Frodo's birthday. Aww. Happy Hobbit Day Yay. on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was written by Joe Mazzoli and um, Malozzi, sorry, and Paul Moly, directed by Andy Midka. Um, so the major guest star for this one is Anna Louise Plowman. She is from New Zealand. She was in an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, and the first new season, she nice. was in Dalek. Oh. Uh, I was wondering, okay, so I would have seen her then, because yes. I watched the new Doctor Who. Yes. I was wondering why she did look familiar to me, and I wasn't sure why. She may have also looked familiar if you happen to watch Black Sails. I have not. Okay, Dang. I'm about to start it Ooh. for various reasons, because it's on my list of shows to start watching. Mm-hmm. She ever got around to... And I know friend of the pod Val is yelling at me to start watching this instance. <laughs> uh, I finally started Legion, and only because yes, because I've been telling you well, nonstop. Yeah, and because Hulu finally threatened me and was like, "Hey, this show's expiring in a week. Shit or get off the pot." <laughs> it's been hanging out. You're cute. It's gonna break up with you if you don't do something about this. In and it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's I'm mind really bending. Digging it. Um. Anyway, so the speaking of black sales. The star of Black Sails is Toby Stevens, who happens to be her husband. Oh. Toby Stevens happens to be the son of Dame Maggie Smith and Sir Robert Stevens. Oh, is that all? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some epic family gatherings. Holy hearts, that is a pretty cool <laughs> so, lineage to be part of. Yeah, so her, her, her mother-in-law is, is Maggie Smith. Yeah. Who you guys may not know, I have a serious girl crush on. I don't know if you guys know who Maggie Smith is, but she's kind of cool. She's kind of awesome. She's, she's worth looking at. So, so fun fact, for your, you are a DC fan. Yes. Um, and 
This is not something that I caught. Okay. This might be someone who is a hardcore fan like Brother Matt would have caught. Ah. But Joe confirmed that the last names of all the characters are themed. Oh. See if you can catch it. Dr. David Jordan, Sheldon Stewart, Hal Sarah Jordan. Gardner, Dr. Stephen Rayner. <gasps> Shit, I know Hal Jordan, but that's it. I want to yell at boy from Jesse. You're on the exact right theme. Yeah. Yeah. So are they all lanterns? They're all green lanterns. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're all green that's lanterns. That's awesome. That's really cool. <laughs> yep. Jordan Stewart, Gardner Rayner. <laughs> They're all Green Lanterns. Okay. I'm going to sell that to boyfriend Jesse, and he's yeah. going to think I'm super cool. Exactly. I know some cool things about DC things. <laughs> I know stuff and words. I speak good words. I speak <laughs> words good. The best words. <laughs> so we start the episode at a museum with yes. a bunch of miscellaneous Egyptian artifacts. Yes. Uh, okay, can I tell you? Yeah. I have to, because it's part of the intro. Yes. <laughs> this gave me a little bit of a cold sweat, because I will explain to you <laughs> yeah. my fear with Egyptian relic-centered intros, among other, you know, shows yeah. and movies yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and things where it's like, oh, Egyptian relic is a bad thing. When I was, like, three, yes. there was an episode There's of, of Burton Ernie. Like, there's a scene of Burton Ernie in Sesame Street. This is Sesame not where Street. I thought it was oh, going, no. but okay. Oh, welcome to my mind. <laughs> where they go into a museum, and Ernie is scared, and Bert's like, you're being dumb. There's nothing to be scared <laughs> of here. And there's a curse? It's a mummy like, curse? Yes, and the mummy comes out and scares the crap out of Ernie. And I remember running out of the room going, I, I can't do this anymore. Sesame Street is too scary. Sesame Street <laughs> is too scary. And now we understand why Grace can't watch horror movies. Oh, I can't watch horror movies. Because Sesame, Sesame Street, Street was Street too scary. scary. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Stephen and Dr. Jordan are discussing some artifacts <laughs> that they're studying, uh, which, which soon have to be sent back to the Egyptian government. Um, they're about to do an MRI scan in one of the jars, um, Coptic jars, and they're fairly sure it contains a mummified heart of a 3,000-year-old pharaoh, and they lament the fact that they would have to turn over the find of a lifetime. Okay. Stephen uh, will meet Dr. Jordan down to do the scan in a second. He just has a few things to do. And he picks up this golden amulet mm -hmm. um, and looks at it longingly. Yes. Like, I want to eat it. Yeah. It's, it's or a, make love to it. One of the two. <laughs> or both. Both at the I'm same time. I'm a praying mess. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, in the briefing room of the SGC, Daniel walks in with, you know, an armful of files and coffee. And Jack <laughs> is reading Glimmer. <laughs> the hard, true news of Glimmer, <laughs> and as Jack is reading his astrology <laughs> fortune for the month, week, whatever, Daniel grabs a magazine because there's an article that has this archaeology professor, Dr. Jordan, and it mm -hmm. says he died in the lab explosion and the curse of Osiris returns. Dun, dun, dun! dun. <laughs> uh, and you can actually read this. Like, I paused it. You read the whole article. Oh, like, that's awesome. It's not It's not like a random key mash of an article. Right. It's Someone, written. It, yeah, some prop artist yes. was like, I'm going to dedicate yep. some time into yep. this one. That's uh, cool. So when we come back, Stephen is e eulogizing, -ing -ing, e yeah. eulogizing, eulogizing, eul yes, he's giving a eulogy, yes, for Dr. Jordan, <laughs> and he explains that he worked closely with him for 15 years, he was yeah. like a father, uh, Daniel is creeping up on the crowd at this point, everyone's sneaking peeks to see who's walking up, and see if it, it continues through successes, and laser eyes at Daniel. Yeah. Bitter disappointments. <laughs> Hello, 
bitter disappointment. <laughs> Welcome back. It's good to see you. Uh, afterwards, Stephen proclaims that the prodigal son returns, and <laughs> him and Daniel and Sarah all greet each other. Um, and according to the police report, it wasn't the curse. There was a slow gas leak, and something caused a spark. He was killed instantly. Um, curses can cause gas leaks. Uh, yeah. Curses can come any way they want. Exactly. Stupid cops have no imagination. Uh, and you can almost see the look on Sarah's face when she turns around and she hears Daniel's voice going, Daniel, you've changed since last time I oh, saw yeah. you. And then can we talk about how she's not wearing black at a funeral? <laughs> yeah, she's she wearing like, white. She was, well, she's wearing like this brown. Oh, coat, yeah. And she's oh, like, white lady, yeah. Yeah, but it's like. You're at a funeral. This wasn't late notice to, to show up at a fair, funeral. To I've worn bright red at a funeral before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. We'll leave it alone. <laughs> I just love the look in her face. Because think about it. The last time he saw, she saw Daniel yeah. was before the series premiere. Yeah, pre-awesome Daniel. Yeah. Before he had that, you know, that swing in his step, so And, like, speak. a sweet haircut and some muscles. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah. he's all muscly and awesome in the back. And that's why Sarah's like, Daniel. Daniel. You changed, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Sarah said they would have called, but, you know, no one knew how to find him. Yeah. Because, you been... know, you kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> or something. It's been five years, um, and Stephen asked, so what have you been up to? I've been busy. That's always going to be a fun thing. Like, I think I'd have some sort of made-up story worked out. Yeah, he did not. He's had he had a flight all the way up to Chicago, and he had no story. Like, wouldn't out. you just make up the like the most coolest life? Because yeah. no matter what you end up saying, the SGC's got to cover your butt. Exactly. Because it's like, hey, this is what I've been telling people. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's make it happen. Exactly. Like, oh, I married this real hot wife, <laughs> and we've got this amazing house up in the mountains. I ski all the time. Photoshop me in with some famous skiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah looked for her, looked for him on the fringes, but no papers. It's like he fell off the face of the earth, or <laughs> fell through the face of the what? earth. Um, Stephen remembers that the last time he said Daniel he was giving a lecture to an empty room and you can feel the heat coming off Daniel. Feel the heat <laughs> coming off Stephen towards yeah, Daniel. He's not happy. And so we leaves. already yeah, we he's, we already know we're like, okay, yeah. this guy is not Daniel's fan. No. And he leaves in a huff. Hmm. Which leaves it's just the best way to leave. Yeah. I'm gonna huff. leave in a huff. Yeah. <laughs> Which leaves just Sarah and Daniel. Uh, yeah. she tries to apologize for Stephen, but Daniel just waves it off. Um you know, he says he should have come back sooner, but he was afraid he wouldn't be welcome. Daniel's like, I don't even care. I got these muscles to keep me company. I don't need friends. Uh, which Sarah just waves off in, and says that even after everything, Dr. Jordan didn't think any less of him. Daniel was his best student mm-hmm. and always hoped Daniel would find proof to shut up his doubters. Yep. Which is why it's so hard for Stephen to see Daniel again, because even after Daniel left, Stephen was always in Daniel's shadow. He was yeah. always second fiddle. Uh, which is, I'm sure... He's got younger, he's, d- yeah, yeah. younger sibling sy- syndrome. Yeah. Uh, even though Stephen's book is on the bestseller list now and he's about to buy a Porsche. Yeah. Porsche. Like, well, and he, like, not only is he about to buy a Porsche, he leaves in, like, a fancy BMW. Like no. A, yeah. it, okay, see, and I don't know if a car, because that car he left it looked like a shitty car to me. Was it? Because I thought it was a BMW. I could be wrong. It looked, okay, it, it was an ugly car. That's it's fair. either way. It was, That's like, fair. some weird navy box thing. <laughs> yeah. It was not slick in any way. That's fair. Which is That's probably fair. why I thought it was a shitty car. Yeah. No, that's fair. 
Um, but as again, someone yeah. who doesn't know I don't shit know about cars. anything about cars. <laughs> um, and so Sarah says that she always thought Daniel didn't come back because of her, and that they didn't end things well. Um, but no, well, maybe, but he got caught in something incredible. So yeah, they, uh... <laughs> I would love for him to try to fake expand on that. It's like, I oh, really like what? <laughs> there, um... There was, uh... The seals <laughs> under the water. And he's just, like, looking around. And there was just looking up names on tombstones, trying to figure something out. Yeah, you cannot, like, bait someone that I've much. I've been at the bottom of the ocean because I found Atlantis. And I grew gills. <laughs> See? They're all... Sorry, that was Sequest. I mean, <laughs> um... What? <laughs> that was the other Peter Delamay show. <laughs> anyway, Sarah knows that look he has in his face. There was... It, you know, he found something to support his theory. Daniel can't say anything. Mm-hmm. But he can say, let's just say that the world, what the world knows about ancient Egypt barely scratches the surface. And Sarah's like, tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> and um, he's like, he didn't get very far. And then, and then <laughs> Sarah wants to show him something. Wink. Wink, yeah. wink. I want to show you something. In my pants, what? What? Yeah. Will you show me something in your pants? <laughs> it's a pants sharing party. <laughs> That's how it works. But then she actually pulls like something out of her. Yeah, pants. she's just something, and then it's a yo-yo. And then Daniel's just like has his pants He's pulled halfway down. There. He's, He's like, like oh, oh, so we're not. This is awkward. We're, we're not having sex. Oh, okay. This, okay. This is really weird now. This is really awkward. I'm just gonna, Can you just turn around. And he Can just turn and he just walks out of the room, but doesn't pull the pants up. He just kind of waddles out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> We're insane. Some of us have gotten too much sun this weekend. Some of us got too much sun for a week. I was yeah, at the beach for a fair. week. <laughs> Hang on, guys. We're going to get there. It's okay. We'll make it. Uh, so, um, back in the SGC briefing room, instead of temporarily assigning someone else to SG1 to take Daniel's place while he's away, the team has some well overdue personal leave. Which Jack points out, usually it's the leaving problem of the leave, which is the issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and Jack then points out that, you know, Sam can finally come on that fishing trip. <laughs> She's like, actually, I kind of have some projects I'm working on. I've got to do something that's not hang out with you. <laughs> and he's like, are you are you really trying to tell me that you would rather work in a dank, dark, dismal underground than sit on a dock with your feet perched up, sipping a cold one and casting for that ever-elusive crappy? She's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, I'm, yes, I guess I would. I feel like I want her to just yes. look at Jack and, and point to herself and go, indoor kid. <laughs> indoor. Indoor kid. <laughs> Computer friend. <laughs> Outdoor bad. The sun is out there. And I don't do well. Do you see how pale my skin is? I yeah, don't do well this in isn't the gonna sun. Happen. Yeah. The sun's not my friend. And can you put can we put a cave on the dock? Yeah. As I was on the beach for a week, I spent my time in a sun cave. Yeah. With SPF 50 sun cave. <laughs> I was flying kites while sitting in a sun cave. Meanwhile, I'm like, 
No, I'm all right. It's just a half hour. Wearing <laughs> SPF 50 plus. <laughs> and an SPF shirt on. And somehow still manage a little red. Somehow still have red. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> oh, I gotta love those Scottish jeans. <laughs> um, so moving on from Sam, yeah. uh, Jack is like, Teal'c, my man. This would be great. <laughs> Loons! Don't forget the loons! As he's walking out, and, and Tilka's like, I don't really have a choice in this. Tilka's like, shit, I, I guess I'm gonna bite the bullet. I don't have a choice in this, <laughs> yeah. do I? Hey, Sam, do you need help? Do you need something important? Is there anything I can do, do, please? Oh, God, please help me. Yeah. Uh, as a note, a crabby is a fish. I didn't know what a crabby was. Yeah. I thought it was some sort of fish. They're or a fish. Seashell. They animal. taste really good. I like uh, it. Popular in Minnesota. They're Weird. Freshwater. Weird how you know I that. Know. It's very um, strange. <laughs> they, they, they're sometimes a little hard to find. They're not, <laughs> but they taste quite delicious. Awesome. Um, so back in Dr. Jordan's office, Sarah wants Daniel to know what they were working on before the explosion is the key for the accidents. Um, and careful, Sarah jokes, as they're looking over the artifacts. Uh, all the artifacts are cursed. You know, you should have a little more respect for cursed things. I know. I mean, I, mean, I know that she doesn't believe it, but really, she should believe she it. She should. Yeah. And every member of the original expedition in 1931 that found these mm-hmm. um, died within a year of the dig. And the ship transporting them sank off the coast of New Jersey six months later. So, um, Daniel's like, yeah, well, mold spores released from unsealed chambers aren't exciting as a curse for newspapers. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the, yeah. wreck, the wreck was found a couple months Those ago. Those crazy sensationalist newspapers <laughs> and their alternate facts. <laughs> well, I mean, it was Glimmer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> glimmer. Glimmer. That's a good name um, for a lipstick. <laughs> so they found this a couple months ago. Everything was still in the shipping crates, and they sent them to the museum about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but something is missing. It's a gold amulet, and they need to find it now. Dun, dun, dun! dun. It's the one that was in the Sesame Street Museum, and that's why yeah. the mummy came to yeah. life and exactly. scared the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> so there wasn't actually a Stuart expedition that found a big tomb in Egypt. Oh. Um, but the most well-known pharaoh's curse, in quotation yes. marks, I have quotation mark hands, uh-huh. uh, is the Tutankhamun curse. Um, so Howard Carter's discovery of the tomb in 1922, which, as most people viewed as, like, the start of the modern okay. Egyptology, um... Because that was a huge thing. They found, like, it had been broken into twice, I think, they figured. Once was, like, soon after it was sealed. Another one was, um, like, someone broke in and just take, took something, but not everything. Didn't destroy it, as a lot of them are. Um, but according to popular theory, there was no curse written on Tut's tomb. Oh. Um, but there were some deaths following the tomb's opening, but not, like, an out-of-reasonable amount. Okay. It's the one that everyone says, like, oh, everyone died. Like, out of the people die. <laughs> out of the 58 people who were there, within a dozen years, only eight had died. Oh. Yeah, that doesn't sound cursed like. No. And if it is a curse, it's like a really lame curse. Yeah. It's like a level one curse. <laughs> um, I mean, the the one, the first one was four months later. It was Lord uh, Carnivorn, who, okay. I apologize for butchering that name, who financed it. Um, he actually Carnarvon looks close. pretty close to me. He, he had a mosquito bite somewhere, I guess, on his face or his uh-huh. neck. He accidentally nicked while shaving, and he died of blood poisoning. Oh, that'll happen. Um, and then a couple others died of mysterious illnesses. There was one story I saw where, like, 
someone, and I unfortunately did not write this down because I don't know how, like, solid it is, but mm-hmm. someone, like, gave a paperweight from oh. the tomb, and it was, like, a hand with, like, a... a, a <gasps> Was Bracelet. it a monkey's hand? It was a monkey hand, Carl. Because you make wishes. Sorry. Uh, and it had it, it had some line about like whoever moved my body you know, be destroyed by fire and pestilence and that. And then the house burned down two day two weeks Whoa. later, and the guy died. Well, yeah, yeah, that sucks. So that sucks. Um, but yes. So I think when I die, I want. I want them to tattoo things all over me. Okay. Like I'm a curse. Okay. So we'll that if anybody opens my tomb, they're like, oh shit, she's cursed. We'll do. I'll, 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 make, I'll keep that in mind. Done and done. Um, so back to the show. Jack, Teal'c, and Hammond are walking in the SGC hallways. Uh, Jack is clarifying that he will. they will be incommunicado. Inaccessible. No cell phones. No fax machines. <laughs> no living soul for miles. Now, to be fair, we can't step over that joke because it was pretty great. Because he's saying, well, unavailable, can't talk to blah, blah, blah. And then Hammond goes, incommunicado. He goes, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had a, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I like, I, yeah, I like. Smart man. Yep. Um, and as the elevator closes, Jack continues, if there's emergency at the base, plan ahead. Tell me now. If yeah. Thor needs me, tell me to beat me up. If it's a Tok'ra, forget it. Yeah. Tell him I'm not here. <laughs> Although I love the idea of him, like, sitting with his legs back and, like, a Budweiser in yeah. his hand. And then all of a sudden he's on a Tok'ra ship and yeah. he's like, I... I, I, I can't explain you. this. I hate you. <laughs> I hate all of you. Go away. Ask someone else. Yeah. Um, back at the muse- the museum basement, the curator, you know, begs Daniel's forgiveness for the mess. <laughs> uh, budget cuts. It's taking, you know, it takes her time to straighten things up. Um, but they aren't looking for the Isis jar, which is what she assumed Daniel was looking for. Instead, yeah. it's a gold amulet. Um, and the curator says that she sent that up to Dr. Jordan herself. Um... And Daniel's like, but can we go back to the Isis jar thing? Like, what about that? That yeah. sounds interesting. And apparently there was a crate that was mislabeled. And she only just found it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a little Coptic jar. And there's, you know, there's hieroglyphs on it, but there's this other writing symbol she's never seen before. Um, Daniel has, and <laughs> I'm going to have to do a translation on this. And oh she's my. like, that's fine. Have fun. If you need me, I'll be in the back. Uh, cataloging. She's like, no cares. Masks. I have a lot of things to file. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I don't, don't care. Who care? Not me. <laughs> so Sam and Siler are working on a very nice looking motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, because Sam would be having yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah. And Daniel calls... She's a badass. Yeah. She is. Daniel calls... Uh, he's looking at an Egyptian burial jar with gold symbols on it. Dun-dun-dun! Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I, I, You know, I feel like we were like, okay, when are we going to start talking about gold? Yeah. When are we going to start talking about this? This is going to happen. Yeah. Thank goodness it didn't take that long into the episode. No. <laughs> so, in my favorite scene of the film, Jack and Teal'c are sitting on a tiny, tiny dock on a tiny, <laughs> yeah. tiny pond. And Teal'c notes that there appear to be no fish. And he's like, T, can I call you T? <laughs> it's not about the actual fish. How buzzed do you think he is there? <laughs> Just... You think he's like a six pack in? <laughs> uh, I'm thinking a six pack in yeah. at this point. <laughs> um, he's like, it's not about the actual fish. It's about the act of fishing. <laughs> and then a cell phone rings. And Jack looks around and is like, no. <laughs> you did. Uh, and and Jill's like, it was with the request of General Hammond. 
It's Daniel <laughs> for Teal'c, who points out that we have caught nothing. We are fishing. <laughs> and Daniel's like, right. Um, anyway, I need some help translating something, which Teal'c's helps means banished to oblivion. Yeah. And Teal'c points out that if Daniel needs any help, he would be happy to return to the SGC. Please. Oh, God, please. And it's like, no, it's okay, help. I'm fine. No, seriously, do you need my help? Oh, you're in trouble? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, you're on fire? I better get over there and put you out. Uh, oh, I gotta go. Sorry, bye. And Jack <laughs> takes the phone, hangs up on Daniel, takes the batteries out, throws them, and hands the phone back to Teal'c, who uses it to That's kill a so bug on his neck. That's <laughs> because those batteries, especially, what, 2000 now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those things were expensive. Yeah, they were. And hard to find. Yeah. It wasn't like now where you take it to like the I fixed my phone guy and you're yeah. like, new battery, please. <laughs> no. Really, really inappropriate thing to do there, Jack. So Daniel at this point is back into his own office at the SGC. And at this point, he's explaining things to Sam and Hammond mm-hmm. uh, about how mummification, they would remove the vital organs and place them in jars to be buried in sarcophagus so that they could be accessed later in their afterlife. Um, but there's no sarcophagus found in this dig. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is supposed to belong to um, to Isis. And this is where I go, hey, guys, I would have done a lot more into the history of mummification. I've been gone for a week and had <laughs> no time. You're lucky I had time to get notes done. So I yeah. greatly apologize. I really want to get more into the actual sort of history of it. We're going to have to give y'all a rain check on the history of mummies and mummification. I mean, knowing Stargate will mention mummification They again. may or may not come up again. <laughs> I will do my research then. Um, but so Isis was the consort of Osiris, who was they're both placed in a box and dumped into the Nile. Well, Osiris is placed in a box and dumped into the Nile by his brother Seth. And according to symbols, Isis and Osiris suffered both, like, some sort of banishment, but oh, no one okay. really knows where. Mm-hmm. So Hammond wants the contents analyzed, and Daniel's like, Sam, be careful. Like, could be a booby trap. Yep. Booby. Uh, <laughs> and also it's cursed. Yeah. Uh, so, and the expedition listed two jars, and Daniel's going to head back to Chicago tonight to try to find the other one. Right. So, probably the Osiris one, if this is the Isis one. That makes sense, yes. yes. Um, so back in the museum basement, Daniel tries to turn the light on and the power's out. Um, and he runs into Steven in the dark. Is it's, it's a little like, mystery, mystery, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like, who's here? It's probably the guy that we got introduced to earlier in the show. Yeah. <laughs> but fun fact about the scene is that it's in, as he, they're walking along there with the flashlight, that entire scene is lit by that one flashlight. Oh, wow. Because they have mirrors and stuff placed around oh. that Daniel just hits the mirrors and that's what like illuminates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seconds. The whole scene is lit with his flashlight. It's like some really cool flashlight choreography. I know. Too. I know. That. I'm gonna have to rewatch that scene now. So Steven is looking for the breaker box. Daniel has a few questions about the Stewart expedition items because mm-hmm. something is missing: uh, a canopic jar with hieroglyphs and unusual markings. Hmm. Um, yeah, that Osiris jar that was destroyed in the explosion. Yeah. Except I don't know. Okay. So what about the gold amulet? And he goes change the subject. He goes, listen, if you wanted to get to a Sarah, that's fine. That's none of my business. I could care less. But I do have a problem with you coming back here and getting involved with my work. And Daniel's like, whoa, dude, back off. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, no, you mean Dr. Jordan's work? He's like, no, I mean my work. Yeah. Sarah and I were his assistants. Yeah. Daniel hasn't been involved. You haven't been involved since you walked out on us. Yeah. Um, so and there's a lot of hurt feelings there, clearly. Oh, yeah. 
And Daniel says, look, I was trying to protect Dr. Jordan. Um, and that's clearly not how Steven sees it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daniel's like, yeah, I guess I shouldn't have come back. Yeah. Because you are an asset. Why are you being such a jerk face? Yeah. So Daniel doesn't want to get into any of this right now. Um, but trust me, you need my help. Well, why? Are there aliens involved? <laughs> yes. Yes, there are yeah. aliens involved. <laughs> it's like, at that point, it must take so much self-control to not just be like, shove you through Stargate. <laughs> see? Do you see? See? Okay. See, I was right. Okay, Let's go you home done? Now. Yeah. Uh, and that's when they find the curator dead once they get the lights yeah, back on. that's not good. Definitely not a good sign. So back at the SGC, the, the jar on the outside, at least, is normal ceramic. Mm-hmm. The seal was damaged, and inside... Is a gold symbiote. Uh, so Daniel and Sarah are back in Dr. Jordan's office. The police report says that the curator died from fatal blunt trauma to the head. Um, they don't think Daniel did it, but Stephen didn't help them decide that Daniel didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he could have done it. He's like, this guy was a little sketchy. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, I'm not saying he did it. But I'm not saying he didn't do it. I'm not saying he did it. <laughs> I'm not saying he did it. <laughs> uh, but And luckily, Daniel knows some people. <laughs> yeah, um, who can help him out. <laughs> and they think that some bricks fell from the wall above. A freak accident. And of course, the curse of the mummy strikes again, the papers say, because of course dun, they dun, would say dun. the curse of the I mummy like strikes again. I feel like I want it to be an old black and white. Yeah. The, the, the paper spins up. Yeah. Extra, extra. The curse of the mummy strikes again. Chilling the hearts and minds of women and children everywhere. Stay out of the museum if you value your life. Museums will kill you. I mean... <laughs> and something about the boys overseas. Yeah, something about the boys overseas. Always, always no, in the <laughs> Boys, you stay out of the museum for the boys overseas safety. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Daniel looks over some photos of the Osiris jar before it was destroyed. He can't quite make out the, the writing on the collar. They couldn't be identified, Sarah says, but Dr. Jordan did write them down in his notebook. <laughs> they aren't Egyptian, and Sarah can guess that Daniel knows what they say. He's like... Yes, but I can't say how. But it's important. But I can't say how. But but thanks. it's important, and I know them. Yeah. And you don't. So nana nana boo boo. Because I'm awesome. The end. So in the lab, Frazier assures everyone that the symbiote is dead. Yeah. And she starts dissecting it. It's oh yes, the grossest dissection ever. Oh, you thought that was gross? <laughs> yes. Oh, I it was like it was like it's jelly. It's yeah. like gelatinous. It did. You know what? It reminded me of a lot of seventh grade. We dissected a squid. Yeah. Um, and then we ate it. Yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> we did it too, and then we saved it, and then we fried it up the next day. Yeah. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> we're disgusting. All right. And we're good. <laughs> Squid is delicious. Yeah, it is. It, is. I, it was like the uh, Earth, Earth Sciences course. Can I just say that I got a little too into dissecting some things? Yeah. <laughs> the dissecting part was the hard part. The eating it, I could eat calamari all day. Oh, no, I'm saying, like, I got a little too into oh. dissecting things sometimes. No, I couldn't do it. I, we, we had, like, the pig. See, here's the thing. I could do, there was a gecko uh-huh. or a lizard thing that I had no problems with. Like, I was found that, like, oh. uh, we and my partner got, like, super, like, <laughs> too into it. Yeah. And then we do other ones. They're like, we did a bird, and I was like, I'm not going no, to that thank bird. thank you. Yeah. It was no, just, we it's did weird. A, we like, did, like, a, a cow's heart and then, like, a lung. The, see, those I would not have a problem with. 
Um, and then, but the little, the like the little pig ones because they're built like the humans. Fetal pigs? Yeah. yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to do Not that. Not a fan. Not a fan. No, you give me like thing. a piece. Like we did to do eyeballs, and I was like, I had the problem with this. It's yeah. an eyeball. Um, <laughs> Look at this weird eyeball. But yeah, that we yeah we did the. Um, we had a weird food day after calamari. So we saved the calamari and we fried them up and everyone brought in weird food. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how I ate Rocky Mayan oysters. <laughs> because I heard the word oyster and they were deep fried and my brain didn't put two and two together that they would not be oysters in the Rocky Mountains. And you were like, I eat this? And then they told us what they were afterwards and everyone else was like, like fake heaving and vomiting and I was like... Well, at least all I tasted was breading, and I know not to eat it in the future. Yeah. And it's that bad. Yeah. I was like, it tastes like breading, and it's gone now. I won't judge that, because I will eat weird things (laughs) and knowing full well what they are. It's like, oh, okay. What is this? This is delicious. I'm going to have more of this. I need to know what this was. Had they told me they were- Intestine? Got it. Well, had they told me they were testicles, I may not have eaten it to start with. (laughs) <laughs> like nowadays, if you give me a couple drinks and you deep fry it real well and give me some aioli or something, I yeah. might try it. I'll try anything. If it's good, it's good. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just beware, guys. Rocky Mountain oysters are it's not oysters. buffalo testicles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> well, she was dissecting the Oh, yes, up. yeah. Perfectly preserved. It may have been in that jar for thousands of years, but it looks like it could have died just yesterday. So back in Dr. Jordan's office, um, they're looking for, like, any tests, any notes. Um, Sarah, on the computer, uh, of Dr. Jordan's computer, mm-hmm. Sarah notes that all the files are gone. The computer's been wiped clean, including his email, which isn't suspicious in any way, shape, or form. No, not at all. And the backups are so nice. Um, they are, what do the kids call them these days? Um, coasters? Oh, yeah. Uh, those, those, those coaster backup system? <laughs> Yeah, back in the days of three and a half inch floppies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had, I had like oh, the save button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, yeah. I, but I, I had that, I had that same flip top next to my computer yeah. with all the files backed up on there. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I didn't back up files. I just had my games there. <laughs> that's a game I'm gonna play now. I'm gonna play. <laughs> or like that's where Oregon Trail was, and you just yes. always look for it because it always felt slightly different. Yeah, I used so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a different color too. Wasn't Oregon oh. Trail a different color? I think it might have been. It could have been. Yeah, I thought it was like a brown or something, I want to yes, say. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah. Like, yeah, but it wasn't full black. No, no. Um, so Sarah is able to do a little bit of uh, a year 2000 computer hacking, digging, <laughs> to find some deep hidden deleted files. She channels her inner inch- Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Oh, dang it. Um, and saw that Dr. Jordan got one message the night he died. Um, may have not even gotten a chance to read it. Mm-hmm. And the email says basically the carbon dating on the missing gold amulet. Says that it's over 10,000 years old. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Which would prove Daniel's theory. Daniel's like, yeah, I know. And Sarah, and he's like, but you can't tell anyone about this. Yeah. And Sarah's like, that's insane. He's like, but you can't tell anyone about this. I've already been through this. Um, like, here's, the one thing I'll say about this, and they, this is one carbon dating test. Mm. Like, if you have a carbonating test that is that far out of your projected range, they're yeah. going to run that again and think yeah. it's an anomaly. Yeah. Like, you need to run that a couple times for yeah. them to go and have different 
like different locations, yeah, different, different labs, labs tested. Different people. Yeah. I was like, you can't. They're, they put all of this, and Stephen even puts all of this on like it's one test, and it's ten thousand years old, which is so outside the range right, of right. what they would expect. Yeah, I that find nobody it, would. Somebody would be like, somebody messed up the test. I found I found that really erroneous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, but anyway. Um, but Dr. Jordan wasn't the only one that got that email. Mm-hmm. Steven did as well. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! This whole episode this is, is filled basic, with reveals. I believe the subtitle, the AKA of this episode is Dun, Dun, Dun! dun. I like it. <laughs> so at the SGC briefing room... I wish we had like an organ player. I know, I don't have the sound effect. <laughs> um, Fraser present has a little presentation that the gold in the jar should have been a dried up husk, but mm. it was actually in perfect condition. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't just preserved in like gold version of formaldehyde. Uh, it's because while the outside of it is ceramic, the inside is an advanced containment vessel. There's right. even a tiny neck with a power source inside. Which makes sense, because ceramic would be porous. Yes. So the whatever is in there would just eventually well, this come is, out. It, it is porous, but you can still find, like, y- it depends on, like, how it was fired and stuff. Okay, that's um, fair. You can still get them, and if you put the right, like... I guess if you glaze it Yeah, properly. if you glaze it, then it's not going to be... Po- fair. It, that's how you keep water and... That's fair. about that, so... Um, Sam and Janet think that it's a stasis chamber, and that the symbiote was alive when it placed inside. Mm. They also don't think it really had a choice. <laughs> the liquid inside was a sedative. Yeah. Um, and if you kept the right temperature and had enough charge, you could keep the symbiote alive in there indefinitely. It only died because a seal was broken along the way. Mm. Um, which means if the other jar wasn't broken, there could be a gold loose. Where in the, the world is the gold? Osiris the gold. Osiris the world is Osiris gold. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's right. See, and I had a little like montage of, of Catch Me and You Can't, if you okay, can. Okay. But it's like a little gold hopping upstairs yeah, 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 yeah. while yeah, Tom Hanks the, chases the it. Map. You got yeah. the Indiana Jones map too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's uh. wearing sunglasses and a hat. <laughs> With a little thing mustache hiding. Yeah, hanging yeah. sunglasses, yeah. I don't, I've never seen a gold around here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have no gold around these parts. <laughs> so back in the museum basement, Sarah's been looking for Daniel all over, who is running a little device all over the uh, rest of the artifacts, mm-hmm. and who he hides it from Sarah. Yeah. A little knackwood detector. Um, she went by Stephen's place and he's gone, which Daniel already figured and yeah. knew. No shit. Um, <laughs> and he thinks he stole the amulet and, a, you know, maybe to try to stop the finding that support Daniel's theories, maybe not. Either way, Daniel has to find him. Mm-hmm. And Sarah wants to come with. Right. And the explanation right. no. of danger doesn't make any sense to her because it's Stephen they're talking about. Right. Well, there's been three deaths now. Three. They found the technician, because, mm-hmm. of course, the technician did the carbon dating also has got to die. Yeah. Um, and look, All these red shirts. Yeah. <laughs> all the red shirts. And Sarah's like, look, Stephen's a lot of things, but he's not a murderer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Technically, he's not, though. He's not. He's not. He's not. Uh, and Daniel explains... But technically, well, spoilers. But <laughs> technically, Sarah point, doesn't think she's not a murderer either. Well... She doesn't know what we're dealing with. Um, I will come back to that. Okay. I will come back to that. Fair. Um, and Dan explains that, like, well, maybe you don't know him as think- well as you think you do. At least not anymore. 
So Sarah wants to know what that means. Um, but wait, let me guess. You can't explain. It's a secret. Uh, and she's just upset over the fact that he's been gone for five years. He shows back up again. All this extra knowledge can't explain anything. And then we're presented with the evidence that will vindicate him. He just wants to cover it up. And she really wants an explanation. And mm-hmm. Daniel's like, I would really like to give it to you, but I can't. Um, you know... Like, he wants her to be able to know the things he knows, see the things I see, but, like, the world isn't ready to know. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I'm not asking you to tell the world, I'm asking you to tell me. Um, And, like, what, you're working for the government or something? You're just gonna disappear again? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's, yeah. That's basically it. Yeah. Um, And I've already told you too much, so now I must kill you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She says, you know, Stephen is right, you should never come back. Yeah, whatever, jerk lady. So back in Daniel's office at the SGC, Daniel is discussing the idea of Stephen being a ghoul mm-hmm. to Hammond and Sam. Uh, and the only league right now is they have is the amulet. Um, and Daniel doubts the ghoul would care about its priceless monetary value. So why take it? It's got to be something Right, else. there's something going on, yeah. Maybe it's a ghoul device. Daniel checked the rest of the artifacts for Nakoda, and there wasn't any. So if, um, you know, if the missing ghoul wants Osiris, like, he's... He's been on the loop for thousands of years. Mm. He had no clue what happened to Seth or Ra. You know, he's out there looking for the Isis jar, waiting to get off the planet, something. Right. Hammond's already put the base in alert, by the way. Yeah. In the because lab... he's Hammond and he's on top of Exactly. This. In the lab, Fraser uses, um, like, has synthesized a new sedative from the sedative liquid in the in the Coptic jar. Sweet. Um, and it's pretty powerful. One dart should be more than enough to knock out an adult ghoul. Mm-hmm. Sam questions if they really want to get this thing alive. And Daniel points out that, like, even if it's missed the last couple thousand years, still has a lot of valuable That's information. That's true. Yeah. Hammond points out that may be true. That's, like, a secondary thing. Mm-hmm. Like, main thing is to stop it without risk. Yeah. Daniel's jumping the gun a little. And also, Daniel, are you ready for torture and interrogation? Yeah. <laughs> to be Holy fair, moly. he's already been through torture and investigation. That's fair. He That's hasn't fair. done it, but he's been through it. Yeah. He has no love lost for a girl. That's true. That's very true. Um, The phone rings for Hammond, and they have a lead on Stephen. He's boarded a plane for Cairo four hours ago. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Daniel assumes he's heading back to the temple that the jars were originally discovered in, and Hammond will alert the Egyptian authorities, but this needs to be a low-profile mission. Yeah. So Frege is going to go with them. Because, because that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Because go Janet. But yeah, and then finally Janet's like, I've been asking to go forever. It's like when you talk to your boss, yeah. like, look, I'm ready for a new project. Yeah. I'm ready for a new challenge. I think I've shown my work. <laughs> yeah. It's time to give me something more. And they're like, all right, Janet, you're going. She's like, sweet. Yeah. Let's do this. They're so like, Janet, it's going to be okay. Next thing we need to see is Daniel driving a Jeep with Sam and <laughs> Janet in it, rolling its way through the desert. Yeah. In like the smoothest, most luxury ride yeah. ever. Uh, and Janet is pretty I sure... I love that they let Daniel drive, because you know they let him drive. Well, okay, <laughs> here's... I will give them this. Like, Daniel is an archaeologist who's been yeah. in the field many times. That's fair. Who has spent time in Egypt driving around. Okay. Like, I will give out of the three of them there, Daniel is the person who is most, most used to driving in foreign countries. That's true. So, All right, I will I'll give, give him, him that. that. I'll give him that. Um... 
at the uh, but J- Janet's pretty sure she knows why this place doesn't get a lot of tourists though, mm-hmm. and they still have ten miles to go. <laughs> uh, at the temple, Stephen is looking around a shockingly clean and well preserved temple. Uh, <laughs> he does have the amulet and places it in a slot against the wall, and a, and a ghoul toy chest opens up out of it. <laughs> uh, and he takes a ruined device and starts putting it on, and we hear some ghouled eyes lighting up behind him. Yeah, that's not good. So when our team reaches the temple, Sam and Daniel run up to it. Daniel loads a trank dart into his gun, and they all run in. Um, they, they they sort of walk in slowly, tenuous. Mm-hmm. Stephen is unconscious on the ground. Um, Sam doesn't sense any ghoul in him. He's alive, barely, bleeding internally. Mm-hmm. Um, he took the amulet, he admits. Uh, he also admits that Daniel was right. Um, but Daniel's like, what about the jar? He's like, what the fuck about the jar? I don't know yeah, anything about the jar. I didn't take yeah. it. Um, he came here because he figured out the amulet was the key to a hidden chamber, and he's the one who wanted to make the discovery. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I finally want something for myself because yeah. that's really what all of my anger is about. Exactly. <laughs> is about not having anything to call my own. Yeah. And Daniel uh, asks, who did this to him? And behind them walks up Sarah. Of course. Who's not quite Sarah anymore. Dun, dun, dun. Um, she did this, she admits, in a gold voice. Mm-hmm. And she throws Sam and Janet back against the wall with the ribbon devices. Yeah, it's a pretty good throw for someone who's just now picked up the ribbon device. I think she's used a ribbon device before. That's fair. Well, here's the, and here's the confusion. Osiris is a male deity uh-huh. in a female body. Yes. So my pronouns get confused here because sometimes I'm talking about Osiris. Yes. But, like, visually it is Sarah still. Yeah. So um, I sometimes I'm going to use she because I'm pretty sure if Osiris is in a female body, it's like a Tok'ra. Well, that's the thing. It's, yeah, she, it's like a Tok'ra. He's using Sarah's body so that she is the one controlling the device. Technically, that, or is at it this point, it? At this point, Sarah's consciousness is gone. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it's the same way of when, um, when, um, like, Amonet had Sharae. Oh, yes. Like, yeah, Sharae was, was locked gone. Away. Like, yeah. she was tucked away in a corner. That's true. So. Man, anybody that Daniel even thinks about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, don't even look at me, Daniel. Don't, don't, don't look even. At me. Don't, don't put those puppy dog eyes yeah. in the other direction. You're going to curse me. Um, but yeah, so it is Sarah's body, but Osiris is right. fully in control he's, of he's it. He's in control of her. Um, but again, I'm sort of going with the whole, like, as when a Tok'ra, even if the Tok'ra was in a previously male body, if it's in a female body now, it takes on the gender yeah. of the host. So. Gotcha. Um, anyways, Daniel fires his gun mm-hmm. um, and it would have hit if the dart wasn't deflected by the ribbon device. Dang it. Osiris yeah. grabs him as he tries to reload and, you know, she says that he he clearly knows much more about the ghoul than any other human he's she, she's encountered mm-hmm. since she woke up. And where's the Stargate, by the way? Mm-hmm. He plays dumb. Osiris throws him to the ground. She wants to know where her brother Sitesh is, and he's like, yeah, um, Seth is dead. Yeah. I admit. Uh, we killed him. She's Welcome like, back to the awake life. Yeah. All of your siblings are dead. He's like, she's like, lies. He goes, yeah. yeah, no, no, we killed him. Uh, we killed Ra as well, and Hathor, and, um, Sokar, and, <laughs> uh, she's like, great, I can rule without opposition then. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 you won't. We, we don't worship false gods anymore. <laughs> you are shit out of luck here. Um, he goes, that may be, but you're still weak. And even now, Daniel is caught between wanting to kill her and, you know, hope for the host, the concern for the host. Um, 
who freed Osiris from the stasis chamber. So Sarah's the one that opens the jar. And Osiris just wants to know where her queen, Isis, is. Yeah. Dana's not going to tell him. Instead, she holds the ribbon device up to Daniel to torture him while asking where her queen is. And at this, while this is happening, Daniel sneaks one of the air of the darts out of his pocket, takes off the top, and stabs it into Osiris. Yeah, I love that. It's like, he somehow gets her to work in the thigh or something. No, it's like right in the gut. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a little higher. Yeah. Uh, And this makes her real happy. She's real in a pleasant mood after this. Um, she goes and activates something else in the toy chest, and a ship starts lifting up from the sand outside. Uh, she claims to... Which, have we seen a ship that looks like this before? This is, no, this is not. And I think, you know, if you think about this ship, has probably been there for the thousands of old, years. Old, old, I think ship. it's like an old design ship. Yeah. yeah. And as she goes um, to to activate the, the ring device. She goes, make no mistake, Osiris will return and the rivers of the earth will run red with blood. Wahahaha. No, they won't. No. Sam, <laughs> Sam comes to and tries to fire her gun at the transport ring as it comes down, but they bounce off and Osiris is gone. Yep. Um, and Daniel, Sam goes to Daniel and checks to see if he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's recovering. Yeah. He goes, right. I think he's, he thinks he's getting used to this real old ribbon device torture. <laughs> yeah. And Frasia says that if they can get Steven out of here now, um, she thinks he'll make it. Um, and we better come up with a good story to tell him. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we think we'll do with Steven? Like, so before well, Sarah got turned, I thought, well, she might be fun to stick around. So, the, okay, so the two things is, one, I think we haven't seen Sarah this entire episode. Oh. I think this is Cyrus the entire episode. Gotcha. I think, um, and I think we've seen some precedent for before that when a Gould takes a host, um, the Gould has access to all the memories. That's and, true. And can, and if you're a good enough actor, you can play So do Sarah. you think from the very beginning? I don't think oh. we saw Sarah this entire episode. That's kind of awesome. I like that. Yeah, I don't think we saw... Because it I works, think, too, that she kept playing uh, Steven against, yeah. against Daniel. Mm-hmm. That way. I She's, think Sarah's the one that wiped the computer. Yeah. Um, I think it was Sarah the whole the whole time. It, that, it did yeah. all the murders. Yeah. Everything. That makes sense. Yeah. That really does. Because otherwise, it, it wouldn't all line up. Yeah. But if she was turned from the beginning, then yeah, that makes... And I will also say that... I wonder if she got to the jar and killed the professor, too. Yes, I do. Yeah. I do. Dang. I don't... Um, and so... You're um, scary, Sarah. <laughs> well, I... But I think... I think... She killed... She killed um, Jordan, but at the same time didn't realize that the Isis jar was also there. Okay. I think she set it up. It's like, oh, this will spark and this will kill... like. Right. Kill the doctor because he's getting closer, but I don't think she realized that he would have the Isis jar there. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, and I will say, quasi-spoiler, um, well, it's like a lack of a spoiler, I'd okay. say. I know Joe, he's, he does, he like runs, he answers all these questions in his online blog a lot okay. of times and also has done a couple Reddit AMAs. And he said that he did have a couple um, plans for oh. Steven, uh-huh. but they just kind of never came to fruition. Oh, that makes sense. He wants to see Steven again. I remember, and if I remember correctly, one of them that I read was like a couple years down the line, he wanted to run across 
Stephen off planet that he was like the lead archaeologist and someone else was funding a dig into their planet that they managed to get through like the Russian Stargate. Okay. Yeah. And like it was like an uh, yeah like how did you funding? get yeah. yeah how did you end up here yeah. um, but they just never kind of came to fruition well, because yeah. it just never happened. Um, it- I will say it was really fun to finally get a little bit more of a peek into yeah. Daniel's past. And it was just funny because that was like one of your things. You're like, I want to see more about Daniel's past. I do. I really do. And this is a good start. It's a bummer because they all feel like dead ends now because yeah. they're either dead or gold. Yeah. But, but I mean, definitely because there's, you know, it took him, it must have taken a little bit of work for him to get here. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. And in my imagination, the fake universe is he must have run into Ross Geller somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere along the lines of his work. I think he and Ross had some sort of exchange. They don't do the same thing. No, but they dress but they're alike. Both, they, they're, they, they dress, dress alike, alike. And they're both like doctors of history. Yeah, and they're both like that, That especially early on Daniel. Daniel's not as much now. Yeah. But early, they both had that weird, socially awkward, like... Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think he was them. in New York City a couple times Probably. at least, you know, and, and ran into him. Well, I believe when we the same first, circles. I believe when we first meet him, he's in New York City That's in true. the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think he and Ross Geller, you know, ran into yeah. circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm for it. He might have dated Monica, not Rachel. <laughs> not Rachel, no. Actually, he might have dated Phoebe. Yeah, I can actually kind of. I can kind of see a I Phoebe. can see like a two week thing with Phoebe. Because. Monica's gorgeous, and he does have, like, he's all yeah. about that physical out, and he does like the brunettes, it seems. He, no, this one's blonde. Well, that's, yeah, but I'm saying, um, in the past, like, yes. his wife was a brunette, yes, yes. he's had a couple of brunettes in the past. Really, doesn't seem to have I a, do also, as someone who, my hair's not quite as curly as yeah. Sarah's is, but as someone who has curly hair, I do appreciate after the funeral when she took one pin out of her hair and her entire hair fair. And it just... I can down. do that. Like, that's a thing. That's not a yeah. cliche. Yeah. I can hold my entire hair up in a nice updo with one bobby pin and then yeah. take it out and shake it. Yeah. And it's just big. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I really, really dug this episode. I, I, I want more. I want more Daniel backstory. So the other, as someone who has cut promos before. Yes. You will appreciate this other thing that Joe mentioned on his blog, that this was basically one of the worst Stargate cases of a promo ruins everything. (gasps) No! Someone cut a promo that includes a shot of Sarah as Osiris shooting the people across, shooting Sam and Janet across the room. That makes me really sad. (laughs) Uh, And it was basically the worst. It's like the same guy who cut the Spider-Man trailer. The Spider-Man trailer was just horrible. (laughs) It's like, here's the entire movie in a trailer. Uh, I have no need to see the movie now. I'm not letting that go ever. Uh, No, I'm not letting that go. So, and this actually was remained the worst promo spoiler until they did one even worse, and I will not say what it is, (gasps) but they did one even worse for Kindred Part 1 and Atlantis, and for those of you who know Kindred, that thing that happens at the end of the episode, blatantly out in the promo for the episode. That's it's bigger than this one. Awful. It is like ten times bigger than this That's reveal. awful. It was horrible. Not a fan of that. Um, I'm a fan of non-spoilery trailers. Yes! I'm a fan of non-spoilers, and I've made it somehow all through this. I know, and I'm really impressed with no spoilers. <laughs> I know. got this far into the show with zero spoilers. Zero. It's really awesome. You know, another show I'm watching right now, and somehow I've had zero spoilers, is Buffy. Okay. And I started, uh, 
I was reading something online where it's like, oh, worst, worst deaths yeah. in TV. And then I started reading something. And I was like, oh, God, that's Buffy related. Walk yeah. away from it. Walk away well, from see, it forever. I, did, I couldn't watch Buffy Unspoiled because I watched all of Angel first. Oh, yeah. Because I am an Angel fan and uh-huh. was not... I don't dislike Buffy, but I didn't enjoy Buffy nearly as much as I enjoyed Angel. Oh, see, I, I'm, I'm now in the fourth season of Buffy and first season of Angel, and okay. I'm watching them one in one. And and I will and, and as I've told you, the first season of Angel is uh, not the strong suit of Angel. Yeah. Um, but I still love Buffy more, I, yeah. and I think it, it may just be that I like this fourth season of Buffy. You, I think when you get, I think when you, to me, it's the third and fourth season of Angel. Gotcha. It's it's you have to get into it because I'll get there. There's because there's two characters who are not on the show yet. Well, know. one maybe. I don't know how far you went in season okay. one. Um, but there's two characters that join Angel that. Make, but I do like the leads and make I mean, life for me. I do. I do love me some Cordy. Um, yeah, and, and she's. I, I loved her and Buffy as well. Yeah, um, and I love that that wasn't spoiled for me. That I and, didn't know she was going to yeah, be in and Angel. I like Cordy so much more in Angel than I did Buffy. <laughs> yeah, like, and I think again that maybe because I watched Angel first, so all of a sudden I yeah. see I see high school well, Cordy, and, she and was, I'm like, because she grows up a little, kill yeah, her. <laughs> she grows up a little. She's a mean girl. Um, yeah, she's absolutely is a mean she's girl a with a heart girl. of gold, though. Yeah. <laughs> so I like I like her in, in Angel. Yeah. But, okay, so what's up for next week? Oh, sorry. It's called The Serpent's Venom. Dun, dun, dun. Anytime there's serpents things, we know what's happening. Yep. Um, I was very happy to see Jack and Teal'c in shorts. (laughs) Those were, like, hardly shorts on Jack. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, I was happy. I love their little comedic moments. Oh, my gosh. I liked I liked Teal'c catching the phone and using it as a mosquito (laughs) swatter. Like, what do I... All right. Yeah. I'm going to kill mosquitoes with this Why am I here? Um, Why am I here? I those little things. Um... And I like seeing Daniel's backstory. I don't know where our top ten list is, or if it's even handy. Um, but I can I can roughly get it. It's wait, no, sorry, it's a different <laughs> system this week, folks. We're just gonna shuffle around and wait, have some conversation. Wait, blah, 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 blah. But, so okay. this is definitely hitting the list. This okay, is definitely hitting the list for me. Um, I guess that I would. Oh goodness. Okay, you need to write them down because I cannot edit my file at this moment. Okay, bye. So what's at the top right now? For right me? now you have uh, Points of No Return, followed by Window of Opportunity, followed by Divide and Conquer, followed by Watergate, followed by Tangent. <gasps> Dang. Um, so second I have Window of Opportunity, which yeah. is the one where... The awesome one. Um, why can't I remember? The Window of Opportunity is where all the comedy happens. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Day. That stays where it is. <laughs> um, Point of No Return is the Sam and, and Jack Hart... Heartline. That's divide story. and conquer. Oh, that's right. It's divide and conquer. Yeah. Um, which is point in order for the turn? Am I okay, I'm seriously right now in my head because my brain is still on vacation and people are going to be screaming at me. Uh-huh. Is I don't. It's not. Um. It's hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. Uh, well, I'm thinking I, I may need to move that. Like, I know what second. it is. And it's when I read this, it's going to kill me. Yeah. And I just, like, it's just, it's been a long week, guys. <laughs> um, I, I, I hear Oh, what, it's Martin Lloyd. Duh. Oh, Martin Lloyd. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um. Well, dang. I think he stays there. I think Window of Opportunity stays where it is. I think Divide and Conquer stays where it is. 
I, you knew you're gonna get rid of Watergate at some point. I did. I think it's time. I think okay. it's time to get rid of Watergate. And are you I moving think, tangent up, or are you just gonna replace no, it? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave tangent where it is, and I'm gonna put the curse in number four. Alrighty. And if we get any other Daniel episodes that I happen to like better, then those will come in. Alrighty, I am going. Oh, this is hard. Yeah, I know. It's trying to get real difficult. Uh, it's a and we're like, we still have a fair chunk of the season left too. Um, I do really like this episode. I think this is going to beat out Divide and Conquer for me. Oh. Um, uh, here we go. Um, <laughs> sorry, my my thing is like failing it's a new me right location. now. We're, it's a new location. Um, and my Bluetooth keyboard is not charged. So. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Anyway, so I think um, I think that's it. We didn't have any for crying out louds or anything like that. We you had know, no... it would have been a great place for him to pick up the phone and be I like, for, for crying out loud, loud! instead of just. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, we will see you guys next week with... What did I say? The words? Serpent's Venom. With the serp- with Serpent's Venom. Guys, seriously, uh, I am like uh, holding it together right now. I just so apologize. <laughs> Thank you for sticking it out with us. Uh, you know where to find us. On Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. We're on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. Uh, please email us. We're sad and lonely. <laughs> There's no place like Tara oh, at gmail.com. Of, speaking of, uh, another friend of the pod sent an email. And oh, I've, yay. And I've not been able to um, independently verify this in any way. And Grace, you wouldn't have caught this in any way, shape, or form anyway. Okay. But apparently in Guardians, oh. um, there <gasps> There's a Stargate reference. No. No. Well there is, but it's not one you would have you would have known. Okay. Um so Ben Browder was has a cameo playing um one of the uh, generals in um what's the gold people? Um Oh, the um <laughs> Yeah, the gold people. Yeah, the gold people. With Aisha's people. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, and I can't tell you who Ben the Browder sovereign. plays. The Sovereign. Thank you. I cannot tell you who Ben Browder plays. Oh. Ben Browder has a role in Stargate. Okay. This is really hard to walk around this, guys. Ben Browder. Guys, seriously, you know who Ben Browder is if you've seen it. He has a... No, I'm not... Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. They know. Trust me, they know. Um, la, 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 but he la, la, is la. a general in the Sovereign, and I have not been able to independently verify. I have no qualms that this person who emailed us is telling full truth. I just yeah. have not been it able to see it. just gives us an excuse to see Guardians Exactly! Again. And thank you for writing in and letting yes, us know. Yes, thank you. I, I, It's not that I missed over that. It's that I didn't even notice it. Because these films when I go in, I don't do like pre-research for it, because I like to go in as naturally and smooth yeah. as possible. That's so, a good catch, though, I'm guessing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. I mean, really, in that film, if you catch anybody, well, who's anybody? It's like Chris Judge has a cameo in one of the Dark Knights, the last Dark Knight oh, film. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had no idea. He's, um, he plays one of the detectives, and there's, and I don't know what exactly happens in the scene, I just call it the teal moment, <laughs> and they're, like, in this, like, tunnel, and he's, he's, like, leading someone out, but there's definitely Sweet. a Chris Judge, and I didn't know he was in that, and I was just watching going, is that... That's That's Teal. I love those moments. So. Um, Guys, thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week with Serpent's Venom. Yes. Uh, Yeah, remember the thing. Um, We love you guys. See you. Talk to you soon. Bye.